Hello, I'm Frank Nicotero, and welcome to Punchlines. Frank Nicotero, that's me, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. Here we are live. Look at this. Right here, the beautiful South Point Hotel and Casino. The sports book's right behind us. You got the horse. The horses are over there. We separate them here. It's the only place in Vegas where horses are over there, so you don't have to hear, hear people screaming, come on to, come on to, while you're watching a football game. It's the best. We love uh, having you guys on the show and watching the show, I should say. Uh, how many subscribers are we up to, Ryan, our producer? 583. It's the drive for six, all right? Now, our 500th, we're, we're trying to determine who our 500th subscriber was because we promised them yep. that they would get five minutes on the show. We've got Tommy Green in today's chat. Tommy Green. He was the fifth, 500th. Tommy Green. We don't, we, we don't know Tommy Green. Not that I'm aware of. Right, but he was our 500th subscriber. So, Tommy, I think you're going to be on the show. You're going to get five minutes on the yeah. show? Just let us know what your shows, socials are. Yeah, let us know we'll your socials. Send it to him in the live chat. If you're watching the show, we appreciate it. We have a lot of regulars. We're pumping up the numbers. Uh, so make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with friends. We're on YouTube every day, 12 to 1, high noon in the desert for all you old Western fans. And on the show today, speaking of the desert, and it's, it has nothing to do with Westerns really, but he's from Southern California. Uh, he's on the local CBS affiliate now here in Vegas. Ron Futrell will be here. Ron's actually here now. Oh, you can see him, but we're going to act like he's not here. He's here, but he's not here. You can hear him. And I, I encourage him to laugh at any, something, anything that resembles a joke. Uh, so he's in studio and on the video today, uh, the director of hub operations at the Red Rock. I see a vowel at the end of his name. He could be Italian. Chuck Esposito. Vinny, we got another one. We might have another Italian in here. Let Vinny Malulo know. Ryan, today. Is November 8th, 2023. 23. And today's show is number... 23. Number 23. Two, three. Two, two, three. three. Uh, it's our MJ show, basically, right? It's our, uh, it's our MJ show. And, um, you know, can you do me a favor? Can you put, like, you know, my face on one of MJ's patented moves or something? Yeah, yeah you got always, it. Okay, the, okay. You know, right there. Shaman, come on. Hee uh, hee. Very funny. I didn't mean Michael <laughs> Jackson. But you blended the color very well on my face. Very good. Nice Thank job. You. Thank you. You can see me at the MJ show. I do that here at the Cirque du Soleil MJ show. I, I, I fill in on Saturdays. No, I meant it's Michael Jordan, number 23. Can you put me like on Jordan's Matt. face? There, there's me slamming. Is my tongue out? Yeah. How did you get my... Wait a second. Now, see, I don't see these. I, I trust Ryan that he's going to make these. How the hell did you get a tongue? How did, where did you get that? That's Jordan's tongue. It's... <laughs> So that's Jordan's tongue, my head, and my body. That's amazing. And your body. And my yep. body, yes. That's me right there jamming. <laughs> I could jam a Nerf hoop like nobody's business. I'm going to tell you that right now. Those and I once got Nerf the hoops? bottom of the upper loop on a, on a net. That was the highest I ever nice. jumped in high school. Never pulled yourself up? Well, let's not get crazy. No, I never did that. Can you? Do How tall are you, actually? I'm 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine. All right, so yeah. we're about the same height. My license says 5'10". Exactly. I'm 5'6 and a half, 5'7 on the license, 6'2 with the afro, just like Fletch. Yeah. All right, yeah. very good. All right, so yeah, it's our 23rd show. Now, 23 is a very mystical number. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. If you Google 23, there was a movie, mystical. the Jim Carrey movie, the number 23. There's all sorts of uh, weird things about number 23. For instance, uh, first of all, a lot of athletes were number 23. I mean, we're... We just mentioned uh, the Lakers. There you go. You got LeBron. You got Kirk Gibson there. Is that Draymond Green? Yeah. I didn't realize he was 23. McCaffrey, 23. Yeah, I didn't want to put LeBron or Anthony Davis up there. <laughs> you didn't put LeBron up? No. Why? Why? You don't like He doesn't LeBron? need any more attention. He likes the attention, though. He loves the attention. That's all he's about. <laughs> attention, Did you money. see him complaining about not getting the foul calls the other night? Yeah. A uh, little bit of a whiner. I don't want to 
Let's Magic was it. Wait, can we go back to that one more time? I just want to see the rest of those. Please, Devin. Thank you. Ryan Sandberg. Okay, yep. now we talked about this. You're a Bears fan, right? Lifelong. Devin Hester, University of Miami Bears. Should be in the Hall Should of be fame. in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he had like 10, 11, 12 kick and punt returns for touchdowns. I think it was 18. 18, 18 it might even be. Someone figure out, find out how many touchdowns Devin Hester has. And here's the reason he should be in the Hall of Fame. First of all, he was the best to ever do it. And no one returns kicks anymore. How often do you watch a game and see a kick return? 20 touchdowns. 20? 20. Yeah, I mean, come on. That, that's unheard of. That's that. You want to talk about unbreakable records in sports. That's unbreakable because the NFL is going to outlaw kickoffs eventually because they just, oh, that's where all the injuries happen. Devin Hester, this is what a badass he was. Opening kickoff of a Super Bowl for the Bears. First Super Bowl I remember. First, really? That's your, oh, my God. I was already half drunk by the time the kickoff happened. But yeah, anyway. First uh, sporting event I cried for. Oh, really? They lost. Yeah, they did. Oh, man. Uh, was the halftime show Prince? Was that the Prince halftime show? I no. do not remember You don't that. remember the halftime show. But yeah, he returned to kick. He returned to kick the opening kickoff. Kicked by Pat McAfee, by the way, I think. Uh, I believe. He was a kickoff guy for then. But anyway, yeah, Devin Hester should be in the Hall of Fame. So, I don't know. We're getting on a soapbox for Devin Hester. And it's also the number 23 special to you, Ryan, because... I'm 23. He's 23, Ron. Is that, break, is that just that... I know. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, yeah, hundred years. Ron is one hundred twenty-three. He looks great. Once you see Ron on the show, you're going to be like, "Holy, that guy's one hundred twenty-three. He looks amazing." It's the desert air here in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Do you have any pictures of you for your slam dunking or anything? No. Uh, interesting no, no facts about number twenty-three. I'm going to run a few. Uh, run, <laughs> run through a few. It's one of those commonly cited uh, prime numbers. A uh, number that can only be divided by itself in one. Twenty-three is the lowest prime number that consists of consecutive digits. Fascinating. Not really. Uh, let's see. And die hard with a vengeance. The train derails in Subway 23. We even have a clip today. Anytime we can show a Die Hard clip, we show Die Hard clips. And you'll see that it's track 23. There's Bruce Willis throwing a bomb. Now, that is actually Universal Studios in Hollywood. That's New York, that exterior. But that's the subway ride right there because you can go in Universal Studios. You see track 23. So that's the that's the Wall Street Station. Wall Street Station, yeah. But they got the two threes up there, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So the 23 is there. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Right? Great movie. Uh, Big Lebowski, he always had to uh, bowl at lane 23. Um, weird showing a gun. First gun appearance on our show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, threatening, so that way he threatening, does the but score he didn't, he didn't do anything. It's John Goodman. He didn't do anything wrong to him. Uh, and Lost, combination of six numbers that haunt the characters that they have to input to the computer, was number 23. Uh, so there's a lot of 20. Each parent contributes 23 chromosomes. Speaking of parents, Ryan, you're soon to be a parent. Yeah, yeah. My uh, girlfriend and I went and had an ultrasound this morning. You did? Yeah. So and it's a baby uh, girl. Baby's doing good. Now, the over-under is yeah. Febu February 4th right now is the target date. February 2nd to the 4th? That's the due date. Yep. I'm two, taking two. the 2nd, February 2nd, which is two, Groundhog's two. Day, I believe. I'm taking the over. Anyone else have a bet on this? We're going over or under? They're, they're going under. All right. all Sean under. and Devin and Ann are all taking the under. I'm staying over. All because right. as Chris Andrews, our sports director here, will tell you, Frank only bets overs. I did bet an under last night. Let's talk about this real quick. Uh, we had the lovely uh, Alex White here giving out some picks yesterday. She gave out Ohio University versus Buffalo last night in some action. She gave the under 41. So I go on my app, okay, to bet the under. I bet Miami of Ohio tonight under 41. Genius. So, but is that a good, see, that could be good. Well, it's fallen down to It's down to 38. So you got the good number. Here at the South Point. So people are betting the under. Maybe there's some bad weather moving in. I don't know. Akron is bad. Akron is bad? Akron is really bad. I know. Well, good. Maybe they don't score any points. I let, let Miami of Ohio win. That's, that's Ben Roethlisberger's. That's where Ben went. So 
I got 11 bucks to win 10 on this, so I'd like to cash that one in. I did it for Alex, and, I, and I, by the way, I was texting you and Alex. I'm like, hey, hey, we, I won that. Way to go. And I didn't win it. I, I bet the wrong game. How did I do that? That's eh, not that hard to believe, really. Uh, number 23, Julius Caesar. Uh, numerous enemies stabbed the Roman Empire 23 times. There you go. Very rarely do we mention Caesars. If we mention Caesars, we're talking about the hotel. We showed, we showed uh, Evil Knievel, the anniversary of his jump over the fountain. Uh, but there's Caesar. He got stabbed 23 times. That's why Michael Jordan picked the number. He wanted to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, real quick, if you're a Star Wars fan, and Star Wars New Hope, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Chewbacca. Do you do a Chewbacca, Ryan? Let me hear you. That was pretty good. Is Bob Dell watching? Because if Bob Dell's watching, Bob Dell claims that he has the best Chewbacca. Uh, he is watching. <laughs> Um, is there any way he can live comment his Chewbacca? <laughs> It'll get here in a second. Yeah, he'll but, do it. But uh, B-Town Dummy says you had 23 beers before today's show. <laughs> now, Christian, B-Town Dummy. I haven't had 23 beers. I haven't had, I've had maybe two to three beers in the past two months. Nice. Yeah, speaking of 23, two to three beers. Anyway, there's even a podcast, uh, uh, the Star Wars thing with number 23. It's a very mystical day today, ladies and gentlemen. The show 23, there it is, Detention Block. We just gave them a shout out. So uh, they, they better subscribe and follow us. Thank you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, an, I'm a Star Wars guy. Uh, moving on to People Magazine, Sexiest Man of the Year. You're like, there's no way. How are you going to connect the number 23 uh, to gambling? Well, there you go. There's Patrick Dempsey. Last night on Kimmel, they revealed him as the sexiest man. McDreamy. For the year. But you know who was a finalist? The Kelsey brothers. And you would think Travis Kelsey... But it was actually Jason Kelsey. So when the issue comes out, Ryan, I'm sure you have a subscription to People Magazine. You'll be getting that. Yeah, of course. Right? Anyone else have an input on who should have been the sexiest man? My vote would have been Jason. Jason. So Jason Kelsey. So you're like, well, what's that have to do with the number 23? Oh, look at the screen, ladies and gentlemen at home. Six plus two is eight. Eight plus seven is 15. Eight plus 15 is 23. Show 23. Oh, some numerology yeah. there. You're t- By the way, 23 seconds. We are 10 minutes and 23 seconds into the show. It's all coming. This twenty-three is crazy. This sounds like a this sounds like a trailer for a really bad movie. It's twenty-three is everywhere in a world where twenty-three. Yeah. Anyway, Patrick Dempsey, congratulations on defeating me once again. And the Kelsey brothers, good dudes. Their podcast is the number one podcast in sports in the world. New He's Heights. dating Taylor Swift. Not a and they're going to be in the sexiest uh, issue. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Do you watch you watch Grey's Anatomy? Probably don't you? No. What's your favorite TV show to watch when you're not watching sports? Um. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, like The Office, I can just play all, all over the time. Do you watch it without Michael Scotts? Do you watch the Andy when Andy was running yeah, it? Yeah, I can or just Robert play it all the way through. It's really just one of those shows you can pick. It up really is. Yeah. Okay, but. very good. By the way, I went to the exterior during COVID. There was nothing we could do. You really couldn't. There was nothing you socially. So we would go and tour. My girlfriend, we'd go tour all the homes. We saw where Modern Family was filmed. It's only sunny. That was good, clean fun back then. Then we'd go home and order Arby's at 10 p.m. Second dinner. All right, that was great. Uh, happy Arby. birthdays. Uh, again, you're going to say, how is this tied to 23? Happy birthday, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay today is 57 years old. How's the number three correlate to him? He currently has 23 shows on TV. He has 23 restaurants in Vegas alone. You can't go in any casino without seeing Gordon Ramsay. And he uses the F word 23 times on every episode of his show. Kitchen Nightmares. I love that show. Idiot Sandwich. What's the idiot sandwich? You haven't seen that clip? No, have he I? Puts like sandwiches a lady's face in between <laughs> no, bread. What? And calls her an idiot sandwich. Pull it up for later. We're gonna do that during what Ron. What Ron wants to see that. I do not recall idiot sandwich. That, that seems like something he couldn't get away with today. 
but he could. I, we have to see the idiot sandwich. We're going to pull that up for you. Uh, and by the way, the over-under on times he's going to gag when he walks into a really bad walk-in fridge, that's about 23. Uh, so congratulations to Gordon Ramsay. Happy birthday. And look, we're not. We're going to get off these 23s. we got to bring Ron in. Uh, it is Bram Stoker's birthday today. Uh-huh. Yeah, how's he related to gambling? Well, he wrote Dracula, and Dracula sucked blood, and I suck at gambling. There you go. And Margaret Mitchell was born in 1900. She won Gone with the Wind, and Gone with the Wind is what happens to my money when I bet overs on every sporting event. Uh, and lastly, Kansas State. Is Kansas State ranked 23rd? No. They're not 23rd anymore? No. The current 23 is uh, Tulane. Tulane. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because their spread, Kansas State's spread is 23. They were 23, and their spread was 23. But actually, it's only 20 and a half. What I was going to do was I was going to go in and bet a bunch of money on Kansas State Don't and get lose. it up to 23 so people, when they check, would be like, holy crap, this guy's unbelievable. All right, I think we've done enough 23s, although we are going to say that the over-under on the Rutgers-Iowa football game is pretty close to that. Very sad Iowa games. It's like 29 or something. I say it goes down to 23. All right, let's get into our, our guest. He's been sitting here patiently right now watching, enduring the comedy portion of the show. I just met this gentleman when he came in. He was on the phone with Dennis Evans, who Dennis, we had on the show last week with Denny Nagel was here. That was the day I ate the banana and drank the mayo coffee. Anyway, yeah, it was gross. And Dennis just, I, Dennis wasn't on the show yet, but I could just see him at home going like, what is this idiot doing? Anyway, this gentleman is a Vegas, he's a Vegas legend. He's on the CBS affiliate now. He's been in Vegas doing sports since 1984. Ron Futrell is here. Ron, welcome to the show, man. Mr. Rosenthal, glad to be on your show. I, can I call you lefty? Can ace I just is high. Lefty? You call me ace? You can call me, you know. <laughs> a friend of mine sent me the clip today of the Ace Rostein show from Casino when he hosted his own show, right? He did it at the Stardust he for years. He did it at the Stardust. And the Stardust was where his show was. Did you see? Tell me you saw it. Oh, yes. No, I, I've been on it. Oh, I was on Lord. it. Um, <laughs> Christian. No, no, here's I do have a I do have a Lefty Rosenthal Please. story. Okay, he's dead now, so I can yeah, call him right. Lefty. So it's right. I started sports here in '84 in Las Vegas, My right God. after the the Summer Olympics happened in L.A. Oh yeah, sure. That time, remember Russia boycotted and oh, yeah. then, so we won a bunch of swimming medals. And so a guy named Dick Carson holds an event here in Vegas, and and so I was I was glad to be here in Vegas when the mob was still here. That was sort of fun. Whoa, 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 that, that was, whoa, whoa, oh whoa, wait, whoa. I got ties, baby. Whoa, Vinny, Vinny, he's joking. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Vaccaro, they all know what. what? They, they all got um, anyway. Nicotero, not. I didn't say ties. They're all. He said they wear buddies. ties when they, they walk around they the casino. Ties. Yes. Yeah. Vinny won't. Vinny do. does. Jimmy, um, not so much. Okay. So, um, anyway, he asked me. The swimming this guy, thing. Yeah. This guy, Dick Carson, asked me. So he brings in. He was a big swimming guy and ran some of the casino stuff. He was a Caesar. So at Caesar's Palace, he had all the swimmers come up that won medals in wow. the, in the Olympic. Rowdy Gaines. I think Rowdy Gaines. Uh, yeah, nice. Part of the group. And I'm emceeing the banquet. And I say, Okay, so how do I like Lefty Rosenthal is right next to me at the podium. Oh my God. So I asked Dick, I said, How do I how do I introduce Lefty Rosenthal? I right. want to be careful here. And <laughs> he says, Well, he says, Don't call him Lefty. Yeah. <laughs> only, his, you do. only his very close friends call him okay. Lefty. I said, Well, I'm left handed, man. I've, I've you know been left handed my whole life, actually. That's weird, huh? Yeah. Left handed since birth. <laughs> no, my it's whole a... life I've been left handed. Okay. I said, and You're so, drinking water with your right hand, though. So that'll be, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. right, um, <laughs> Continue. Sorry. I, I'm ambahookstrious. <laughs> I could do it all, baby. Is it, that, that's the right word, Dextrous. isn't it? Yeah. Hooker, okay, whatever. whatever. Uh, so, so he says, No, do not call him lefty. Only his closest, dearest friends call him lefty, like Tony the Ant Spalatro. Right. Uh, you don't call him the Ant. Yeah, you don't call <laughs> you him know. the Ant. Um, and so I said, okay, I will call him Mr. Rosenthal, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I said, I will make sure. But he was a he was a nice guy. He died uh, 
an old man in Florida, like at 90 years old. Yeah, he lived a long time. Enough, and that's happen? who Robert De Niro played in Casino. Car got blown up. Right, and yeah. survived. Which, by the way, I love Martin Scorsese. Love all his movies. Uh, when you're Italian, you have to. When he blows up in the car in Casino, it's probably the worst jump cut to uh, a dummy in the car. Just rewatch the scene after the movie. Oh, I got to watch it again. Oh, you got to see. It's the worst. If we can pull that up. Do we have the sandwich clip, though? You're working on it. If you can find (laughs) Robert De Niro in Casino blowing up in the car, it's like him in the car. And then all of a sudden, it's like one frame. He's like this. And all of a sudden, it's like a dummy. It's the worst. But um, my friend just sent me the clip. He's like, "How's hey, you know, break a leg today on your Aces High show. And (laughs) in the movie, his guest is Frankie Avalon. Right, and he's like, uh, he's like, Frankie, how many kids do you have? And he's like, I have eight. And he takes a cigarette out. Hey, congratulate! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best. Um, so I don't. I, oh wait, we have it. All right, is this the idiot sandwich? All right, here's Gordon Ramsay. Happy birthday, Gordon. Okay, he's mixing something up there. <laughs> well, oh, there it is. Oh, oh my God. An idiot sandwich. What? An idiot sandwich, <laughs> Chef Ramsay. That's just as I thought it would be. Just as you described it. I'm not disappointed. Oh, it but you know how long that clip was? It. 23 <laughs> seconds. That clip. 23. Right. I got to go. No, I've got to get out of here. I got to go play uh, roulette. I'm going 23. <laughs> you know what? I'm going 23. Wait, there's one machine we can kind of see that posts numbers. We got it. Yeah. 23 is hitting. Well, we're going to play 23 after this. We're going to play 23. So, um, the, oh, so that's, that's a great story. Now, you've been in Vegas. You said uh, you came from Southern California. Yes. You started covering sports in 80, the, the 80s. You were here for a lot of the big ma- fight matches. We were talking to Hagler, Hagler Hearns. No, that was fun. That was 1985. Jeez. Uh, I was there. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm 25 years old. I'm sitting. Wait, I'm 23 years old. Right. 23. At the time. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how old I was. Ron knows how to Let's play. Let's say I was 23. Um, <laughs> and uh, sitting there at that fight, and I'm going, okay, it was a great fight. Everybody's expecting this to be a great matchup because yeah. all. All, all the news conferences were great. And this was when Hagler, famously at his news conferences, would come out, was my favorite my favorite fighter. Because he's left-handed. Yeah, he's there's another lefty. one, lefty. He was a lefty. and and But he, he would he would fight both ways. He could he could um, fight left-handed, right-handed. Anyway, he would, at the press <laughs> conferences, he would say that he stayed off sex for eight weeks. Right. Uh, because it, it weakened his legs and it right. made him pissed off. Right. And he wanted to go after his opponent because it was keeping him away from his wife for that <laughs> for that two month period, and right. so uh, d- during the which well, I took him serious. I wasn't going to question him. I right. wasn't going to try to verify it. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> so, so you haven't had any in eight weeks. Eight weeks. You are pissed <laughs> off right now, and you are ready to go testosterone levels through the room. Anyway, um, but going to that fight, I remember I'm sitting there in the media section. I'm in third row, and I look behind me. Look behind me, and I see Steve Wynn there with oh, wow. with, with Rocky with Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, They're my sitting God. with each other, and I'm going. What the hell is happening to me that I'm sitting here in front of them? Yeah, better seats. And I got better seats than those two guys. You know, I, I didn't feel like I belonged, but eventually I tried to work my way into, I should belong, okay? <laughs> I'll never forget first round, which was one of the greatest it's rounds of, of boxing. Gra- it's considered one of the, again, you should yeah. YouTube it afterwards. Hagler Hearns, greatest first round in boxing history. So they just went at each yeah, other. There was no other. defense. Just bam, bam, no bam, defense. Bam. Two guys who loved the slug, the hitman against. The hitman Hearns, and he was the Brockton... Brawler. Yeah, brawler. He's from Massachusetts. Few, yeah, something like that. Uh, nicknames, but so Heck, Marvelous Marvin. Marvelous Marvin. He changed Marvin his Hagen. name to Marvelous. Legally yes. changed it to he Marvelous Marvin. He legally changed it? I yeah, he realize. did. So that they, because people wouldn't call him, they wouldn't introduce him or refer to him as Marvelous Marvin. So he legally and, and changed it. you to the announcers. He said, I'm changing my name to Marvelous Marvin. And he legally changed Pull it. Pull up the paperwork. I want to be fantastic, Frank Nicotero. Okay. We're going to make so, it happen. Not left, not, you're not left-handed, are you? No, I'm right-handed. Okay, eh, well, okay. You can't win them all. Um, so, so after round one, one of the 
amazing things I, I saw happen, I've never seen happen before. In the media section, you're told not to cheer. Oh, you're told wow. to sit there with your hands in your lap, and you're not supposed to root for a team or some one way or another. Yeah. Okay, and and we obey that for the most part. You're supposed to but take that seriously. But in a boxing match, it's got to be No, hard. you're still not supposed to, okay? <laughs> but after round one of that fight, the entire re- arena, including the media section, wow. stood up and cheered. Now, Jim Murray may not have from the LA Times. Oh, yeah, he sure. may not. He might have. He's old school, so yeah. I, I don't know what for sure had whether he did or not, but yeah. Jim Murray did. <laughs> but from what I can tell, most of the media people stood wow. up and cheered. Even the media people cheered after that first round, and I'm going like, this is freaking nuts. It went That's three special. rounds until Hagler, of course, won that wow. fight. Uh, so I spoiler spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Ryan Hagler won Ryan that fight. Ryan was probably going to watch that tonight. He's never even heard but of these fighters. It still, is, it still is a ton of fun to wow. watch that. And I, I love that time when you had – Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Duran. Yeah. And you could put... Sugar Ray? Any two. Leonard was, oh, yeah, you said any, Leonard. Hagler, Hearns, Leonard. <laughs> you put any of those two in the ring, and yeah. I think four would have been real fun if they put four in the <laughs> ring at a time. Been the, that would have been the best. But any two <laughs> would have been standing. nuts. Yeah. I mean, I go, the first fight that I saw was at Caesars in the back parking lot where the forum shops are now, and that oh, was wow. uh, Tommy Hearns um, against Roberto Duran, yeah. which was a second-round knockout that would have Knocked out the Caesar stone statue. hands. That stone, was what they yeah, called hands, uh, manos de Pietro, uh, something. Yeah. hands of stone. Yeah, um, but not that night. <laughs> it was the <laughs> hitman who knocked him out with a with a punch to put him flat down on his face. Jeez. Now after the first round, he had got knocked down twice and didn't know which corner to go to. His <laughs> cornerman had to go grab Duran and put him in the right corner. <laughs> mira, mira. <laughs> <laughs> and so I never forget a little Panamanian kid was sitting behind the media section, and he was just yelling and screaming throughout all the pre-fight stuff. And he had a little uh, Panamanian flag. He right. was like, Duran, Duran, Duran. He must have been 12 years old. I don't uh-huh. know how he got there. Um, <laughs> didn't ask. Um, child trafficking even happened back then, I guess, apparently, at some point. But he Never said, that, happened, Duran, Duran, Duran. And so after the fight, he's just crying, got tears in his eyes and stuff. Uh-huh. And I felt sad for the little kid. Well, because he had 500 bucks on it. It was his, it was his paper route money <laughs> able, right there. He was oh, delivering was, papers for Roberto. You got to pick a side. <laughs> well, now, so, okay, you, okay. Now, you've covered everything. I was reading Stanley, obviously, Stanley Cup Finals, World Series, NCAA Championships, Super Bowls. What's the best atmosphere? I mean, is it boxing or what else? Oh, is, oh the, comes, the mega fights. It's hard to beat it really is, when they right? had those mega fights. I covered Tyson's career from start oh, to man. finish here in Vegas. And when Tyson went into the ring at the MGM Grand, the outdoor fights at Caesars Palace were absolutely <laughs> remarkable. That atmosphere to be outdoors for that. Um, Riddick Bowe against Evander Holyfield when Fan, Fan Man. Man. Okay, I don't know if you know this. That was the anniversary. It was on Monday. We showed the clip. Oh, okay. Were you there? I was there. Well, oh. was I there? Oh, my God. <laughs> I had God. to cover the fight. You were yes. there for Fan Because Vinny was there, and uh, we, yes. he texted us. But we oh, showed I didn't a, know the anniversary was. It was, okay. it was the 6th. It was Monday. Uh, yeah. Fan Man, who is since no longer with us Jim anymore. Miller. Jim Miller, very From good. From Henderson. Yeah. Uh, and he did this many places, many times. He would fly, <laughs> flow off. Uh, in London, off the yeah. London Bridge and Big Ben, and he he did this, and it was always rogue where when he was doing it, he right. never had permission to do yeah, it. He no, died of cancer. Yeah, uh, here I think here in Las Vegas, but he was from Henderson, and so um, I remember at the fight, we're we're looking up and we're seeing somebody circling, and you're thinking that somebody's taking photos, right? You're thinking, <laughs> oh, they're getting some interesting camera angles. And you just hear, okay, they're getting photos, they're getting more, closer photos. <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, no, hold on, whoa, whoa, oh, he's coming down. He's coming down, and he goes into Riddick Bowe's corner. Right. And 
with the old cell phones. They're wrapping the them brick on the head. Phones, yeah, the brick phones. Yeah, they're hitting them with brick phones. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <hitting> <laughs> His wife was Riddick Bowe's wife was pregnant at the time. Right. And I don't know. I don't know if you've covered all this. If I'm repeating no, wait, everything we didn't you say did about on the Monday. Thing. No, no, no. And she gets wheeled out, <laughs> and the fight changed. Riddick Bowe was winning yes, that that's fight. Right. It was a 21 minute stop. And it's it stopped for that yeah. fan man. I didn't know it was twenty. It was 20, 20 let's say twenty three minutes. Twenty three minutes. It was twenty three minutes. I don't believe that Run. it was twenty one. It was, <laughs> was twenty three. It was closer to twenty three. <laughs> so and so they had to wheel her out. Now he's concerned about his wife, and Holyfield comes back and wins that fight. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, those two had two great fights. It was another one they had prior to that at the um, at, at the Thomas and Mack Center here in Vegas. Oh right, um, they, plays, right. their first fight was there. And then the second one was outdoors at Caesars yeah, Palace. But those atmospheres were great. I mean, the final four in Denver. Well, you, you just and- mentioned UNLV, Thomas Mack Center. I mean, you were there for the Tarkanian days, oh, right? Oh, no, that was, that was fun times. My God. I mean, and then the towel biting and all that. But like Larry Johnson, I remember watching those teams. They were the most entertaining college. But that's actually right around when I started getting into college. But I was a Pitt fan. So Big East, Big East was like, you know, low scoring games. Yeah. Lots of elbows. Ronnie Cycli, Patrick Ewing. Charles Smith, you know, but watching UNLV, the running Rebs, that was exciting. No, they lit it up. Yeah. And that year, they played Loyola Marymount up in Oakland. Jeez. That was 141 to 110. That was like Hank Gathers, Bo Kimball. That was, that, years, well, man. Hank had died that year. On my birthday. That was, I didn't know 21st that. 21st birthday, yeah, yeah. I was eating wings at Whole Hands, and I'm like, oh, Hank Gathers is dead. But I'm 21. So he had, but anyway, so rest it, in yeah, peace. It, it, and, and they ended up meeting later yeah. and there was a lot of thoughts that the emotion yeah. was going to change that game because of that tark i've never seen him do this before a game and that i don't i don't think i've ever said this before um but he had Exclusive. no concerns about that game he knew they were going to kick the hell out of loyola marymount which wow. they did check my check my One, score 131 to 101 wow. 131 okay well, uh, so I got the, the overhead, right. was, well, I, I got to think the overhead at 232 um, for a college hoops game. Although it was probably pretty high because they knew both offenses, you know. No, still, both, both, yeah. you know, and that, that, that Loyola Marymount team with Bo Kimball. Yeah, they Jeff, were amazing. Jeff Free was the other guy on that team. I, I just remember um, Bo and Hank. And yeah. they would throw, they would take, the, they would let the team score. Yeah. Loyola would. Yeah, they with Paul Westhead. <laughs> they would let the team score and they would throw the ball inbounds. The first pass would go to half court. The second half would. <laughs> Pass would to go to, to the to the baseline somewhere yeah. top of the key for the shooter. Boom, three point shot makes it. They're up by they, so they just one by one oh uh, on that exchange. All their and, games, they they their games would start late back east, but we would stay up and watch them because we're like we're going to see like nonstop action. Right. It was entertaining as hell. But what, what what was fun about UNLV Duke and I, people accused me of of being living in the past for that, but that was pretty good past. Okay, I will defend that and is go. Very good. That was pretty fun. Yeah, and and what what was interesting. Is that you had Duke UNLV play back to back two years in a row um, in the fi- in the championship in in Indianapolis? Um, no, that, that in Denver was the first year, okay. and then the following year they played in the semifinal in Indianapolis. Okay. Now the final, uh, by the way, try to find two teams in college sports that have had their greatest teams of all time meet in their prime. That's really you true. You can't. Yeah, no, that's true. You can't, you can't take the great UCLA. I was thinking that. Yeah, right. By Slamajama. <laughs> right. You know, in Houston. It, but this but was uh, Bleacher Report has UNLV the number two all time college basketball team from those years, and has Duke number four all time wow. from those years. UCLA with with uh, Kareem is number one. Yeah, okay, okay. nobody's going to argue yeah, that. Yeah, you got to do that. But but you had two two teams meeting their prime. Uh, Rebels won the first one by 30, 30 points. A record. The records that still stand that wow. I watch every year for the NCAA tournament for the final, the championship they game won by thirty. Is, <laughs> Margin of victory, 30, right. is a record that still stands from 1990. 
Uh, only team to score over 100 points. That was 103.73. Threes, threes. Threes, 103.73. That's 33 points. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> and, and it was also the last game played points. in a small arena. It was Denver's McNichols Arena. Oh, they right. then every national championship game in college basketball, every Final Four yeah. is in the Mega Arena. Oh, that interesting. That was the last small. When I say small, seventeen. Right, compared 17, to now, they're playing the football stadium, a stadiums. regular yeah. basketball arena. Wow. Um, and so that's you know that was that's sort of interesting to be a part of that, be on the court when they were cutting the nets, and then I fast forward to here with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup championship. Yeah. And to be on the ice after the Knights won the championship, wow. season six. And oh, I have a story with that. You can find well, I, f- I find the photo. It's on my Facebook, and it's probably seen it. But um, I'm on the ice. My okay. oral surgeon. Every every hockey team needs an oral surgeon. <laughs> or seven. They lose a lot of teeth. Or seven. Yeah, or but, seven. <laughs> my, my oral surgeon, Brendan Johnson, here in town. He's got the cup, and he's he asked me if because they were handing it around. They're passing it around to wow. regular folk. Right. And so he asked <laughs> me to get a picture folk. of regular folk. Get a picture. <laughs> and Brendan asked me. He says, "Ron, do you want to hold it?" No, I really don't want to take that cup. and It's too Come heavy on. for me to hold over my head. I said, hell yes. Of I handed him my phone. I said, get a picture. And so I held the cup over my head, which to me is sort of a fun photo yeah. to have uh, there on the ice after winning. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yeah. But, but it was I, fun. I found my picture recently. Did I send it to you, Ryan? A picture of me and my sister holding the Stanley yep. Cup? Yep, yeah, you sent it. Yeah, okay. Pull it if we ever see it. It is because, you know, you, you just think about the history. It's the greatest trophy in sports, right? Yes. The Stanley yes. Cup, without a doubt. So to hold it, and then Phil Bork brought it down. He played for the Penguins, and he brought it to this radio station softball game that I played for. And we got to hold the cup. We like, we're like, we're going to drink out of it, put a beer in there. You know, we got, yeah, you got to do that. You got to do you? something crazy with it to say you did it. Um, now, the Super Bowl, you've covered Super Bowls, and the Super Bowl is going to be here in Vegas this year, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? 2002. It was a 2002 season, but I believe it was 2003. San Diego. Okay. Last one there at Old Qualcomm. Qualcomm slash Jack, Jack Murphy. Murphy is the Murph, yeah, I the still Murph. call it Jack Murphy. Yeah, right. um, Raiders against Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Raiders. So the last yeah. time the Raiders, <laughs> Raiders, were, fans, Raiders fans. Turn off um, for a second. Mute. And no, it was, a fun, it was a fun Super Bowl. I snuck into that Super Bowl. Come on. Oh, yes, I How did. How do you sneak into a no, Super Bowl? And you that, know my stories. That's this. like the most heavily Murph. guarded event oh, in the and world. It was, after, it was right after 9-11. 9-11. Okay. Okay, so one of my stories. I'm working for the ABC station here in town. And so we're, they send me down because it's on ABC, and we're having a great graphics blowout. And so the local station, they wanted a big newscast afterwards with our new graphics and all sorts of fancy bells and whistles. Anyway, made no difference. Um, it's still the news. It's still the same damn news. So, so, they put, so they send me down there, and I find out that I've got a credential just for the media section, but not for the game itself. Oh. Going, dejected. Hell, okay, right, right. it's not a long drive from Vegas to San Diego. But what am I doing down right. here? If I can't go in, so I start watching the gates close. I'm doing stories on the gates and how <laughs> how they're they're guarding the gates right. to make sure there's Blackhawk helicopters flying over the stadium. <laughs> so I timed it so I had the right lanyard. I had the same lanyard as the media section, and so so there some Raiders fans are going through security, and they got all this stuff all over them. Okay, they got all these, they're carrying uh, hatchets, oh, and yeah, they got spikes, shoulder, and they yeah, got yeah. everything short of real weapons, but <laughs> gun, everything's plastic, I think. Right. But they're having to check them out. So I timed my entrance <laughs> to one of the security guards taking, look, spending all of his time on this Raiders fan, where I can just walk right in. So once I'm in, I'm going, huh, this is sort of interesting. Okay, that worked. 
Now, and part of this is act like you belong. Yes, you got to act like No, it is act, or a that is act like a you clipboard belong. clipboard works wonders. Or on your cell phone. <laughs> or, I got yeah. into World Series games. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's good, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to have that story coming up a little bit later. Right. And, walk, and, and the security guard won't stop you. Yeah, no, no, no. I did that for four World Series games in Anaheim. <laughs> when the, they played the Giants, right? The Giants yeah. against Anaheim. Is this confession? Have I, yes. Hold on. Statute What's the statute of limitations now, on this? What I think is, it's 23 years, it's 23 ironically years not. So 23. you might be in trouble Whoa, for the Giants I'm Angels. In, I'm You're right in, on the cusp. I'm there. in the window. Okay. So Super Bowl. So, so, so I go, so I said, this is not enough, man. Okay. This is not enough. I've got to go. I've got to find the ABC box. Right. You know, and go into the go into the luxury suites. So sure enough, same thing. Just walked into the luxury suite level, walked into ABC's luxury box. There's Eisner with um, John Travolta. <laughs> Michael Eisner sitting, and John Sitting Travolta. four rows up of me. They had the best food. I'm eating the food. And again, I've got the lanyard, but it's. But my pass is right. tucked in. It's not the pass. Right. It's but a I have, pass. But people will look at the lanyard, and, and I act like I belong. So I'm having some food, and then I'm, and I'm in there for 15, 20 minutes pregame. And, and behind you, Sylvester Stallone and Steve Wynn, which is Steve weird. Wynn again, is like, you're like, yes. what's up, guys? Remember <laughs> that, me? That I got in legally. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm having a great meal, and much better than the media food. Right. Um, yeah, the luxury and, box. And, and so I... Uh, ended up some guy sweeping. Now he's okay. We're doing a sweep for all secure passes. Make sure everybody got passes. Boom! I hightail it out of there <laughs> before go, they can check. I, I, and go down and stands. I find seats open. Now the game's getting ready for kickoff on the forty-five yard line. I sat there and watched the game. Come on, with a seat open next to me, two people who didn't come to the game and watched the entire game at the forty-five yard line. In San Diego, and, and Tampa watch that. So, Bay crushes. So them. that's Tampa Bay ends up crushing. Oh, and the story. If you talk to Tim Brown, that game was rigged. Oh, you know boy. the story there about that go. one, Rick? No, I, Tim Brown, who I, I loved. I mean, at Notre Dame, he was oh. awesome and played for the Raiders for years. Yes. He says it was rigged. Oh, he, it was rigged, and it was Bill Callahan was the head coach of the right. Raiders, right. and John Gruden were good buddies exactly. together with the Raiders, and Gruden left the Raiders to Takes go to Tampa Takes over Tony Bay. Dungy's team, really. But yes. yes. And so, so they changed their game plan the Friday before the, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And the center went uh, loopy. Now I don't. I forget his oh, name. Oh yes, he went out. He no, bailed to Tijuana. Yeah, I remember. Okay. I he can't was so it, yes. pissed off. Yeah. Tim Brown, the entire team was pissed off that they were changing their entire game plan two days before the game. Mm. Uh, and so he bailed. With he never played yeah, the game. No, he was going to have to put a different center in <laughs> because he bailed. Um, was it you sneaking in as the center? Because was, I know you get by security. No, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the long snapper. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not good at the just hand short snap, but I can long snap like a madman. Okay. So, so um, that that was sort of interesting. We we were sort of dissecting that as reporters, dissecting that story, like what was going on. We weren't really sure all the inside, but post game, Tim Brown has said years later that he he believes that Bill Callahan wanted that there was an agreement uh, between those two to get Gr- Gruden a Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, and so it, it can't I haven't talked to him personally about it, but Well we can talk to John Gruden. He's not doing much anymore. John what what happened to John Gruden? What cash oh, and checks, mailbox right. money, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh how about that for the Raiders? They got two coaches making ten million dollars a year Gruden's for not still coaching. Getting paid by the Raiders? Oh yes, yes, yes and yes. That was a ten year deal. Oh yes. my God. Now, that now, was well, how's Mark Davis going to pay for his haircuts? With that? he's broke. Those haircuts are very expensive. I, apparently, sports they are. clips is seventeen bucks, <laughs> and when you put the tip in there, that could be up to twenty two. So no, you know what? It should be should be twenty three. Oh, it should be twenty three. Twenty three dollars. It's twenty three. It show, Ron. Oh, oh, re- oh! A <clears throat> reminder: when you do your thirty second show, and I was thinking of this, looking at the do. Please do this. I'm, I'm, you want to? You're I, saying a little clip. You want to? Can clip I tell of, you what to do for please, the twenty third? We'll uh, do it for the and charge thirty second show. L.A. sports stars with the number 32. 
Okay. Oh no, you got well, some. Oh well, we can, magic. Uh, magic, but is OJ was OJ thirty two? No, OJ. Well, he never played in LA. No, he he played he Buffalo, played for the. Right. He, you could put him in at USC. Right. That's what um, I'm thinking. I don't remember who he were at USC. No, I'm going to put Marcus Allen for the Raiders. I mean, was thirty two. Great running back. Okay. In um, college and pro, you've got Jonathan Quick, two Stanley Cups. There you go. Was thirty two for the LA Kings. Um, and oh, and the, and the best, best of all, the lefty. Oh, Sandy Co- Koufax. Yeah. Was 32. That's a 32, good one. You won't find, I don't think you'll find in a city if you wanted to put 32s together. Uh, We're doing four, it. Four of the best that have yeah. that number. Uh, all right, 30 second show. I don't want to tell you how to produce See, a show. I'm going to, no, please. I I, we'll take any suggestion from a guy who's been around and <laughs> experiences you. Uh, Franco Harris is what I immediately think 32. I still do phone numbers. You know, when someone tells me their phone number, I store it, you know, Franco Harris, Lynn Swan. That's 3288. Oh, no, there you go. No, I do, I do that for gate codes. No, that's yes. how I get gate codes yeah. going into, um, in, I go jersey numbers. Yeah, of course. And I go, So when you're okay. drunk, you can be like, Ron Say, Dusty Baker, 10-12. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, do you do that? Do you do it with jerseys? Yeah, my grandpa taught me how to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, it is, it is your, you do not forget your gate code. Well, what's, yep. your, what's, your, what's your go-to? Uh, is there a favorite player that you picked? You don't have to give both of them. Well, 12, so Tom Brady. Oh, my God. The show just came to a screeching I've home. heard of him. Are you you're a Tom Brady fan? No, just that's the most relevant quarterback that's easy to enough. my generation. That's, why don't you go yeah. Terry Bradshaw? Why don't you, why don't you go Terry Bradshaw number twelve? Because <laughs> Terry Bradshaw just does TV for my generation. <sighs> he doesn't know. He may not know Terry Bradshaw played. He might just know him from the from. The, I did not get to watch. The you didn't get to watch Terry Bradshaw. Did you ever see Which, his acting? He was in Hooper. He was in a lot of great movies. <laughs> <on>. Great stuff. <laughs> he still, released albums. No. Okay. I'm going to tell this uh, another Please. story. This is 1980. We got doing, Chuck on deck. He's, he's ready to join. But no, go, 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 go. 1980, I'm doing a radio show in Salt Lake City. Okay. Okay, that's how I started my career as a radio show. Um, and the Rams are playing the Steelers in that in Super, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right. Vince okay. Ferragamo. That was Vince Another Ferragamo. Italian video. Yes. And, and Bradshaw brought this up because it was Swan, Bradshaw, the yeah, Swan, the Stallworth, and yeah. back and forth. The whole game pissed me off as a Rams fan, okay? <laughs> 31-19 so, was the final score, by my, the way. My schedule was I had to do a radio show that afternoon, so I brought in the TV monitor. Now, when I say, when in 1980, <laughs> you bring in the TV monitor. <laughs> you need help. You need a couple friends. <laughs> you're, bringing yeah. in, you're bringing a freaking <laughs> <console>? TV. The console? I might have the stereo connected to it, stuff you got to put it <laughs> yeah. on there. And but I wasn't going to miss the game, but I had my show to do, and I'm young in my career. I wasn't going to call in sick and... So I'm sitting there doing the show, and I'm talking. Mo- I'm watching the Super Bowl, and I'm talking mostly about the Super Bowl during the show, <laughs> which I did, wasn't smart enough then to think. Well, if you're you're watching the game, right. if you really cared about right. it, right? How many people and are? Yeah, might have been other than Frank Rosenthal's. You know, we'll wrap this whole show around. Right. Other than his shows at the Stardust with Lee Pete and Donnie <laughs> Bader, um, those and Jim Brown. Jim Brown, another thirty-two. Another oh, another oh. thirty-two. Um, you could show a dirty dozen was, clip. Was um. Yes, and a great actor. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was um, that, like it might have been one of the first sports talk radio shows wow. on the air because it wasn't. There was only back in the eighties. This is pre Rush Limbaugh before yeah. radio uh, blew up and syndicated stuff. That you had one one local station in every market yeah. that had a talk show, yeah. and it was not sports. You're right. And our show wasn't sports, but I made it sports <laughs> just because I love sports. Yeah. And so. I did that. Yeah, that was that was. Myron so Cope was in Pittsburgh. He did, and then he did the show. He invented the terrible towel. By the way, if you want to sneak into any event, Ron's your guy to talk to. And also, I, if you want to, you know how you get. I, there was a guy I saw on TV. There's actually, I think, a documentary about that guy who snuck into all the Super Bowls and World Series. He dressed as a ref and he shows up on the field. There's a guy who made a career out of sneaking into events. Here's a little tip: you want to get into an Oscars party? Tonight's the CMAs. You want to sneak in? 
carry two live lobsters with you. Two live lobsters. Nobody will stop no you. No one's going to stop you. If you no. want, I got to get these in. No security guard is going to question you. And if you have like a white Gordon white, Ramsay, white. happy birthday, Gordon Ramsay, you can get in anywhere. So just if you invest, what, 40 bucks in two live lobsters, you're into any event. Uh, you know this guy coming on. We got to get him on. Yeah, Judge, let's go. We got to grab our headsets. Uh, I have an intro for him. Uh, here we go. He's the director of hub operations at the Red Rock, and I see a vowel at the end of his name. It could be Italian. I don't know. It could be Latino. Chuck Esposito. Chuck, join the show. Hey, I got to put my headphones on. Hold on. Chuck, Chuck, thank you for joining us and listening to all our stories. Oh, my pleasure, Frank. It's great to be on with you guys. And uh, Ryan made sure that he was going to get me on one day. We were at Slap Fight and uh, sweating out his uh, 17 parlay. And uh, he said, why don't you come on the show? So I'm excited to be on with you guys. And just is your Mike? His headphones aren't working. In, uh oh, we want to get turn it on. Did you turn the power on? You know, Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Chuck. I have to open it up. No, the just the knob to twist the knob up oh, top. The, twist the knob. There up. we go. Okay. This is in our producer, ladies and gentlemen. All right. There we go. <laughs> Forty years in television, ladies and gentlemen. Ron is there. We go. There we go. You We're can there. hear Chuck now. So you guys know each other. Woo. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yes, for years. Absolutely. Chuck, how are you? Chicago. No. <laughs> I'm good, Ron. How are you? Great. Life is good. Now, where are you from originally, Chuck? I'm from Chicago. You're a Chicago uh, big, uh, sports fan. You know, like, 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 like Ryan, big Chicago sports fan. Number 23 means a lot to me as well, boys. Yeah, well, Michael Jordan, of course. And we were saying Devin Hester belongs yep. in the Hall of Fame. I mean, the guy, 20, 20 touchdowns returned. That's Yeah, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Um, Absolutely. So, Spe- special guy. I'll never forget, real quick. Yeah, the most, please. The loudest I've ever heard a sports book on a Super Bowl was when Devin Hester ran the opening kickoff back. Granted, we lost. A ton of money that day because everybody had Hester to score. Hester to score the first touchdown. No. Would there be a special teams touchdown? Oh. But the book sounded like a jet when he scored that touchdown. Now, what was his kickoff return prop? What was the plus? What was that? That had to be a long shot. Well, maybe not that much with him. Do you remember around what it was? Yeah, it, I think he was. It was somewhere in the range of five or six to one. I mean, you still think about a guy actually returning a kickoff. Yeah. The two worst props, Frank, I can ever remember, both involved the Bears. The other one was uh, when Refrigerator Perry yeah. scored a touchdown. We had that yeah. prop up: would he score or not? And he, uh, I don't know if he actually ran into the end zone. I think he he fell, but he still <laughs> scored, and the the betters cashed out. But little did we know it would propel prop betting to yes. where it is today. This is exactly why I was going to say something. Is Chris Andrews, our sports director here? I believe he said the first prop bet on the Super Bowl might have been the William Refrigerator Perry scoring a touchdown. And yeah, before the Super Bowl, I think we're going to do a special episode on Super Bowl prep props. We're going to do a prop show, prop Mm -hmm. talk and trademark that TM. (laughs) But um, I'm going to say rest in peace. I'm going to say for a moment here, props to Sonny Reisner, rest in peace, Sonny Reisner. Is that who did it? Who was at the castaways and which castaways is where the mirage heard about that is place, now yeah. that place i remember when i first got to town and he started doing these things and, and chuck i don't know what you remember but it, it was like he started doing these things and they, they were weird bets <laughs> yeah. and, and then and then it got expanded then then it blew, it's blown up to the point that it's gone i think he was probably the father of it i don't remember anybody sooner than him doing it i don't I, know if, if i'm wrong yeah chuck, I, I think he was I think he was, Ron. I think that, you know, it was a little bit before me as well, but uh, that refrigerator Perry prop, we just kind of decided to think outside the box a bit. <laughs> the Bears had got so much attention that year. And you think about Ditka on the sideline, you know, flipping people off and throwing gum in the press conferences and <laughs> Buddy, Buddy Ryan, Ryan and yeah, Ditka right. 
Um, <laughs> it was just kind of perfect to put that prop up. And, um, you know, we put it up thinking there's no way he's going to score. And he does score. And it wasn't pretty. But, again, it really helped get prop betting to where it is today. And you know who thought he wouldn't score a touchdown? Walter Payton, who was who was, uh, who right. was hurt and upset <laughs> that he didn't get to score a touchdown in the Super yep. Bowl. But they gave it to the, uh, true. the novelty act. Uh, for, hey, look, he right. got a ring. But. Uh, yeah, a pro- I, look, I'm a, I love prop bets because, you know, you can win it. I had Corey Seager several times this year over one and a half total bases in the World Series or in the playoffs. He'd come up, hit a double, he'd homer. I'm like, bet's over. <laughs> so did <laughs> everybody else, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Corey Seager's an animal in the postseason. That's good, why. Good move, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah Good right. move, Dodgers. I know, letting him <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, way to go. Let him get you know, anyway. Now, who are your favorite Cody teams? Bellinger, too. Big year and for the Cubs. Bell, I know, too. right? And he has like 28 home runs, and he hit like 307. I just saw this because they're talking about available free agents. Obviously, Shohei's top of the list, and then there's a big drop-off. But Cody Bellinger, he's going he's gonna to cash in. Someone's going to give him a three- or four-year deal, right? Maybe longer. I think so. I, I think hope the Dodgers so. should. should. <laughs> the Dodgers should. I mean, I, I, I do think, I hope Shohei goes up the I-5, Santa Ana Freeway, Dude. just a few miles up, well, and ta- trades in red for blue. And that would be fun. Where else would he go? I mean, That'd you got terrible. Seattle, San Francisco. I don't see him going to New York. I think He's, Chicago Blue. I Chicago. think Kobe Blue would look really good. <laughs> be a Kobe. Listen to these guys. Well, they got be a new a man. Well, do they have any money left over after they gave Craig Council forty million dollars to win, to manage? He's I making, think they have a few bucks. Yeah, I Chicago. think they have because a few bucks here. Third most valuable franchise in baseball. Okay. They got plenty of money. <laughs> they got plenty of money. Yeah. Um. So what's going I, on? I don't Red? think you go out and you get no. Council unless you. You have some sort of a, a plan. You let him know we're going to be aggressive this year. Yeah, you're exactly. probably right. Yeah, absolutely. And I love when he called Mark Anastasio, who I've met with, the owner of the Brewers. Council called him up and said, Hey, look, I'm taking the Cubs job. And he said, Oh, you're kidding, right? Like he thought he was playing a prank on him. And he's like, No, I'm going to Chicago. He's like, Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, what's, what's the action like? What, what, how's your college basketball handle going? Obviously, hoops are underway. Uh, the NBA's back tonight, and you got the Golden Knights. Golden Knights are tonight against the Kings. Kings so. here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, go, th- thank God they lost on Sunday, their first <laughs> regular season, or uh, regular uh, time <laughs> loss, not going into overtime or anything, because uh, the, you, the betters, are doing phenomenal on the Knights. I mean, <laughs> betting on the Knights and betting against the Sharks. We got the Sharks to win um, as well last night. But but overall, it's been great. I mean, this is kind of a, a sports utopia this time of year where so many things are going on at the same time, Frank, that for our side of the counter, it's exciting. And I know, you know, Vinny and Chris can attest to this as well. There's always something going down, going on, no downtime. And we're right around the corner from F1, which is really going to yeah. kind of transform this town into racing central. Take Verstappen. Yeah. Max <laughs> no, Verstappen. Uh, that's, that's, Red Bull. <laughs> just a thought. Just wow, thank you, Ron. That, that is, you know, I really appreciate <laughs> what we were that, talking about, that inside think, knowledge. No. You know? What is he? Is he he's a minus 300? Or... Max, he's what something you, like that. He's, at stations, he's minus five hundred. At okay. stations, he's minus five. I want to give. I'm going to give you a little tip. If I How get right, how smart on, are we? I'll t- no, yeah. What's I don't know. You probably don't have it in front of you, and I haven't checked. Lando Norris, though, he's plus six fifty from plus McLaren. Plus six fifty. Yeah. yeah. No, this dude is podiums for McLaren um, around. It's a tip. No, it's well, so Lando. If you want to, if you want to take McLaren, it's plus five hundred for either driver, either for McLaren either driver. driver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's Lando's gonna. Yeah, of the two, it's Lando. But anyway, I, I think just a that, thought. you know we're, we're 
we're going to be super aggressive with Formula One. I mean, the, the props that'll be up from the podium, uh, order of finish, you know, head-to-head matchups. Um, how many uh, how many workers in Vegas will call in sick that day? How many will be late? I mean, there is going to be a prefla a prefla of props on the board, guys. That is going to be crazy. Now, Chuck, uh, yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Okay, my thoughts on this, and they're talking about workers calling in sick, and also <laughs> talking about all the traffic and congestion. How they're going to get to, work. So sorry, get to work for God's sake! I want to get your opinion, <laughs> both of your opinions on this, because this is the idea I came up. I said it on air the other night. I says, and and congestion should really not be that much of a problem. I'm suggesting zip lines across the track <laughs> get the Fremont to be able to get it. people going back and forth to get them inside where they need it. Now, I'm not I'm not a madman. I'm not don't do it during the race. <laughs> yeah, right. Like stop it yeah. before the race. But but a pre-race um, you know, do it pre-race, well, but not during the race. That I, could get ma- gonna, that could I'm be a gonna, problem. I'm going to add on to this. You start the zip line at the top of the stratosphere, right? Because it's off the strip. Oh, so okay. they they zip line down and they're coming in to the about, sphere. To the sphere, <laughs> about 120 miles an hour. They're coming right in, and uh, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> that'll test those brakes. That'll test. Okay, that'll test. <laughs> 120 get a little hot. Be as fast as those cars are going. Guys. Yeah, we're topping. What are they topping? 200, right? 210 yeah, on they, the strip. Yeah. They should be. I, it really, I, I think, you know, when you think about it and all the sports in Vegas, I mean, we are just sports. We're a sports town now. I mean, if it's the the mega fights, as Ron talked about, yeah. I remember some of those fights, too. They were phenomenal. The big UFC events now and, and Raiders and, and Aces and Knights and the way the, the Rebel football team's playing right now yeah. and NASCAR and now Formula One. It is fun to be a sports fan and be in this town now. Now, I didn't realize uh, that it's a 10-year contract. I didn't realize it was a 10-year thing. So I yes. thought it was just a one-time deal until I got to town and heard. So I, I had an Uber driver tell me this, whether it's true or not, but the the stands that they have in front of the Bellagio, all the, the seats, they, the grandstands, all that, it's going to take them till January to get it down, and then they have to start putting it back up in August. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think so. That doesn't sound right. We get does things it? done quickly here in town. You do. We're not Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I made it A's. Sorry, that's a rip towards the A's. Wow. Um, not, no, we get no, we do. Well, I know. I, it's I funny because it, it's true. We get stuff done <laughs> yes. here in town yeah. and make stuff happen, and that's why the A's went out of Oakland. You know, yeah. and they've come here to a place that's. That's well. They call themselves the most progressive um, <laughs> um, politicians in the world right. in Oakland. But yeah. they're, they're nothing progress yeah, about they what they what they what they do. They're very regressive <laughs> in, in um, a bunch of different things. But Ryan, certainly in sports. he doesn't want the A's coming. He wants to start yeah, fresh because he's such a nice. He wants a fresh franchise. Okay, I, I, I'd like to have. <laughs> I'd like to play. I'd like to have the, the Dodgers players. here. Yeah, right. I'd like <laughs> no. the Lakers to be here. Not okay. The um, no LA teams. No, no, no LA no, teams no, are coming okay. here. Yeah, we're not leaving LA. I agree, Ryan. Hashtag beat. L.A. And oh. I really don't. I want them to stay in L.A. I want my teams to stay <laughs> now, in the South. Now, wait a second. So. I, I lived in L.A. for 27 years before coming here. So is it the Kings and Knights? Uh, or no, the Kings tonight. are playing. The Kings and Knights tonight. are tonight. Yep. Tonight. Oh, perhaps yeah. you and yeah. I should make some Let's sort of wager. Let's do it. What's the line, first of all? I'm going to check this time. Just <laughs> curious. What do you have the I, I line? Know what, I want to know what jersey you're going to be wearing if right. you lose, though. Every time I lose, Ron, a bet, I've lost the Blackhawks. Yeah. I've had to wear a Blackhawks sweater and a, and a Gold Knights sweater, which I don't mind. Because the Blackhawks beat the Pens on opening night. What's the line right now? <laughs> the Knights are minus 135 favorites. The Kings are like 7-2. and two. They're playing well. They've Plus won six in a row on the road. They're, well. a, they're a good yep. road team, yeah. What do you think, so, Ron? Should I make a bet? What should be the bet? Over-under is six. Oh, uh, you know me and overs. Yeah. So you would we do an over-under <laughs> bet, and then I could just take the over? No, I don't want to. You could take the over. No, but Ryan, this is bullshit. You're like, he's like, no, no. I let you pick first all the time on all our bets. I'm sounding like a little whiny brat. Um, I'll I'll take, I'll take the Kings. Just go teams straight up. Money lines. Is this stupid? I'll take the Kings. Fine. So the Kings you said are plus what? One thirty. 
plus 115. 115. Oh, we got the lineup. Okay. We got the lineup. Thank you uh, to Sean and Devin for getting that up for us. One th- oh, boy. You, you will be one of the half dozen that take the Kings tonight. So, half <laughs> off like you. Very the Kings. <laughs> I don't even like the Kings. I want them to actually lose because they're playing the Penguins. I'm from Pittsburgh tomorrow in L.A. So, I, 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 I want them tired. I want them beat and hurt. Good. So you no, want I to should go- want them win. So shootout. Can- in a shootout. You uh, want to go long. Uh, the overtime period and the uh, shootout no. period. This is a bad bet. What what's the bet though? Do you have a Kings jersey or I'm Why not, would I have a Kings yeah, jersey? Yeah, I I'm going to have to wear another 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 Golden Knights jersey. Is that it? Yeah. All right, we'll do it. But what if I finally go, I break the three-game losing streak against you? What does Ryan have to do? Ron and Chuck, help me think of what his penance, his penalty should be. What if? Penguins, he's got to wear ping, something pink. Well, we don't cuts. have any we don't have uh, any I don't have a penguins jersey with me. So. Frank is very limited on what he has. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have okay. a lot on me. Um you you maybe he has to j- eat a banana with mayonnaise on it. <laughs> the well, lettuce diet. I did the Will Levis. I ate a banana sure. with 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 you have to take a bite, peel and all. Coffee with mayonnaise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, there's me right there. there there's me. Thank you, Devin. Ah. Oh, uh, by the way, I could have done 10 takes of this. There's no way I would ever be able to end up with a little of the, the gerb down <laughs> on the side of my lip there. I don't know. That was unbelievable. Quite attractive. All right. I will do it. All right. I'll, I'll wear, I'll wear a sweater, which I, that's fine with. But if you lose. Sure. Banana time. Banana mayo. Oh, this is good. All right. I, but he's going to. He's, He's beating me every time. Um, do you follow the Blackhawks? Do you follow the Cubs? The Bears? What do you think of the Bears? The Bears are Thursday night. What's your line right now at Red Rocks on your Bears? Uh, Bears are a little over a field goal favorite. Okay. Um, I'm really surprised that Justin Fields isn't playing. Yeah, uh, it's a big game for the Bears. I mean, they should be incentivized because now the teams are all starting to catch up with their buys. A win here puts Carolina back at the number one pick, which the Bears happen to own. <laughs> oh, so that number yeah. one pick would be huge. Really surprised that Fields isn't playing here. Uh, but there's a lot of injuries on the Carolina side, uh, especially Brian Burns on defense. Um, we'll see how young Tyson Badgett plays um, against a Hall against a Young in this game. But uh, Bears are a little over a field goal favorite now, Frank. Wow. Okay. I, I, Badgett, the team seems to rally around him, though, right? I mean, he seems to have the. I mean, they don't they don't hate Justin Fields, but uh, boy, I don't know. Badgett, he's some special, but he's kind of like that the Taylor Heineke kind of feel, right? He kind of gets well, him rallied. I mean, he had four turnovers last week and three in the fourth <laughs> quarter. It was a winnable game. So um, I think the experiment is a little bit done, but uh, he did come from D2. He came from Shepherd College, oh, yeah. won the equivalent two years ago of their Heisman. Yeah. But uh, really was hoping to see Justin Fields play on Thursday night because the last time he played on Thursday night was arguably his best game of the year when the, they beat the Commanders right. in Washington. Is that where DJ Moore went off, right? Yeah, he had like, yeah. That's, that's the week. Yep. Uh, Ryan's fantasy team. You had George yeah, Kittle with three touchdowns, <laughs> DJ Moore with three touchdowns, and someone Jamar else. Chase. Jamar Chase had three. You cleaned up that week. He's doing well. That, that a boy, great. right? Yeah. Hey, Chuck, uh, so, Chuck, can I get yeah, your thoughts on a game? Yeah, go for it. Uh, a, a game here with Raiders, Raiders Jets, Sunday okay. night football. Big, the Heidi and, Bowl. And you, oh, it was the Heidi I, the Bowl. The Heidi Bowl was right. Jets and Raiders. That we'll, was the Jets we'll and Raiders. We'll explain that to Ryan game. in a minute. Okay. Yes, <laughs> to the young ones. Got to know that. Um, but. You look at these two teams at the pathetic offenses. Jets have a very good defense. Raiders' defense is getting better. I saw that number at 36, which is extremely low, but I don't know how either one of these teams score points. Jets haven't scored two touchdowns only once this year. Have they scored two touchdowns in a game? They're like the Steelers. And yes. the Raiders' <laughs> offense with a rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, I mean, they're, they they scored a bunch yeah. last week it's against 36, a, a yeah. miserable Giants yeah. defense, but against a good Jets defense. On Sunday, Sunday night football here at Allegiant Stadium. Any thoughts on that? 
I think, you know, it's tough to make a case for either of these two offenses. I mean, from our side of it, we were clearly huge Giant fans last week, and I think we're going to be Jet fans this week. It's really, um, you know, for O'Connell, he hasn't seen a defense like this. I think the Jets' defense is going to have to come to play because as good as their defense is and as good as they've played this season, that's as bad as their offense has played. Um, so, again, my guess is we're going to be huge Jet fans. It wouldn't surprise me to see the game go under. There are big-time trends, Ron, for both both these teams toward the under against uh, the over-under as far as the spread goes. So I would agree with you. I think Jets and under maybe is the play, but we're going to be huge Jet fans, yeah, guys. And, and there's yeah. a, a lot of the primetime games have been going under. They've A lot of the prime, right? I know Thursday night has been a lot of unders. Um, the Steelers, I, of course, I, I, the Steelers got Green Bay this week. Anyone have any take on right. I, the Steelers? They're the worst 5-3. and three. This is like when the Steelers were 11-0 and 0 a couple years ago when Ben was two steps and thrown. Steelers are 5-3? and three? They're 5 What? Yeah. They are a very, very... The whole AFC North is above 500. Well, check, check that in. I'm telling you, if the playoffs started <laughs> right. right now, all four Steelers AFC... Five and three. All teams would go to the playoffs. The Steelers are 5-3. and three. Yep, they have their 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 past differential, they've been outscored and outgained. Uh, not outscored. They've been outgained in every game. They're five and three. They have Green Bay coming in. The Steelers are three point over, uh, three, three and a half. Uh, oh, there we go. The line's up. There we go. Uh, it's three, three and a point. They're field goal favorites at home. The total's 38 and a half. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, the, it's it's they're five and three. I <laughs> with, don't know with Wilson Puckett at quarterback, right? With, just, Kenny Pickett. It's not Wilson Will, Puckett. Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett. <laughs> not Wilson Puckett in the Union old, Gap. Wow. Not Kenny. Uh, That's was Gary Puckett. Gary Puckett in the Wilson Union Pickett. Gap or something. Wilson Pickett was an old blues uh, so, singer. Yeah, with him at quarterback, but he's still a better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Kenny. <laughs> anyway, Kenny's dealing with some rib issues. Okay. <laughs> he's winning games with Mad Canada's offense. We don't know, but do you, now those are two proud franchises. Two franchises that I know. Have bars and every. There's always a Green Bay Packer bar. There's a Steeler bar here. Uh, is there a lot of action on Steelers Green Bay so far this week, or is that going to come in later? <laughs> There's a lot of action on all the games. It's Frank, NFL, but, baby. Yeah. Um, it's uh, some some of the more sharper play has been on Green Bay in this game, uh -oh. getting the points. But uh, if you've watched Jordan Love play and you've watched the Packer defense. They leave a lot to be desired. And that whole AFC North is above 500 now. Steelers, they're winning ugly, yes. but that's the way the Steelers win. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a tough place to go into play, I think, for Jordan Love. Well, we have to we have to win this game and go to 6-3 and because the next two road games for the Steelers are Cincy and Cleveland. And those are going to be tough. Somehow we beat Cleveland. We, we're, we're undefeated. We're 2-0 in our division. We've beaten Baltimore. I mean, there you go. There's the uh, look ahead. The, Raven, the oh. Ravens, I hate, I hate talking about the Ravens. I just hate it. AFC North look ahead. Yeah, Cleveland. Then Cincinnati. I mean, those are two road games. Then they're two winnable games against the Cardinals, which I believe, Ron, you're quarterbacking the Cardinals that week. Is that <laughs> yeah, right? It doesn't matter. It <laughs> could be. Yes, it, yes, yes, I am quarterbacking. And, yeah. and by the way, uh, if you want a quarterback for New England the following week, Chuck, it's open. I'm telling you. I don't see, I don't see Mac Jones. I, I couldn't play under Belichick. It, and then not for any amount of money. The week after that. <laughs> What's that again? And then Indi Indianapolis. And then the Colts. Another winnable game. That. Yep. Uh, which also quarterback up here was Gardner Minshew. Um, yeah, Belichick. You don't want to play for Belichick. No, would what, not. What coach would you want to play for if you had to play for a coach? Gruden would be fun, right? Gruden. I think, would, I think it'd be Chucky. a pleasure. Chucky would be fun. Knock, knock three times if you're with me. Is that what it was on Hard Knocks? <laughs> yeah, Hard knock, Knocks. Knock, knock, yeah, knock, uh, knock when you're with me. Whatever it is. Um, yeah, uh -huh. This has been uh, possibly one of my favorite shows. We we had two guys, Ron, staying the whole show. Thank you very much, and Thank Chuck. You. Uh, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts on F1? Any thoughts on Vegas? Anything you want? Tell, tell people to come down to the Red Rock and, and what you got going on there. They should come down and see you. Yeah, first, it's great being on with you guys. I uh, really appreciate the invite, Ryan oh, and, uh, and Frank. And 
yeah, it's uh, it's just fun to talk sports with you guys. I've known Ron for a long time, and uh, there's a lot going on. You guys know that from uh, the South Point side of it, from from our side. Really, you know, do our best to cater to the locals out here and have fun. But this has really become a sports town now. It's unbelievable how the industry has changed, and you know the the mobile apps now change everything. Where the sports book is in the palm of your hand. So <laughs> all the stuff that we're talking about for F1, it is right there. So uh, get signed up. Have some fun and good luck, and look forward to joining you guys again real soon. That's, Absolutely, that's I, scary Chuck. to have the sports book. In, it you is. Know, yeah, it's scary. Oh, it is. It's very oh, scary. Oh, Chuck, Durango <laughs> Station opening up in December, so you got that. You know, another uh, another casino with the station casino family with Fertitas opening that up is sort of nice. We're excited. Yeah, we're excited Southwest. about that, Ron. Beautiful property. Really excited about that. The sports book is is going to be phenomenal. A major draw for uh, for our guests to come in and the check Vegas out. Vegas growing yeah. and growing, and then the no. Fontainebleau. Is opening Blue in opening December the, around the same time. I remember when Red Rock opened, and what a fun party that that was! Incredible. I live right up. Did there you by sneak it. in, or did you? No, I, I was, I was I invited you, into that. You one. sneak in everywhere. And man. The guy with the lobsters. Cool. No, that one I was in legit, and, and I didn't belong there again. Well, I don't belong anywhere. Um, but Sting, some legit. people just don't belong. Sting. Sting performed Sting. poolside. He shocked everybody, and now it didn't shock the people in the right. station family, but all the media. We had no idea who was going to perform there until 5 Sting. o'clock that evening. 8 o'clock that evening, Sting shows up on stage out of the pool. And I remember standing out there just shaking my head going, Sting is playing in my neighborhood. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, seriously. It was crazy. like, I don't have to go to the strip to see him. Yeah, He's like a mile from my house. I got Sting performing. So Red Rock still, a, and it still kept that same luster <laughs> yeah. that it had when it first opened. I don't know, how many years ago was that, Chuck? Was it 20 years ago that it opened? I think it's a little bit under that. Take the under. Take the under. Take the under. Sort of like the Knights-Kings game, you know? All right. And, Ryan, anything, Ryan do you have anything in, anything in closing? About, uh, no, just if uh, people didn't get to watch today's episode, you can get us on podcasts, wherever you get those. We are on podcasts now, then, so you can uh, listen to the show or you can watch it. I would prefer looking at me, but, I mean, you know. Episode twenty three is in the books. There you go. By the way, someone pointed out that um, that I look very uh, I look very surprised in that picture that my photo was. I don't know. It's, uh, I think it's the eyebrows. Kind of like yeah, it's the eyebrows. Uh, by the way, I'm going to end with a joke. Uh, Dana Carvey. I'm going to credit him uh, since you mentioned Sting. Dana Carvey has a bit about Sting. Sting's real name is Gordon Sumner. Yes. He said at some point when he changed his name, this had to have happened where he said to the band, "Excuse me, guys. From now on, I'd like you to call me Sting." <laughs> and they had to just stare at him like, what the hell is this guy doing? Gordy? No longer Gordy, he's staying. Where'd you go? Unbelievable. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we have Jeff Parles in studio and we have Josh Yoey. Josh Yoey, who works for The Athletic, writes about the Penguins. We're going to preview the big Kings-Penguins game tomorrow, which I will not be wearing a Kings jersey. Josh will, oh God, Josh will disown me if he sees me. Nice oh, we're not wearing a, a Knights jersey. Okay, he'll be okay with that. I'm sorry. All right, listen, thank you for watching Punchlines. The subscriptions are up. Share the show. We love having you guys watch. This is one of the best episodes. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Frank Nicotero. Punchlines Line stands for Live in Nevada Every Show. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acronym. Okay. It is. 